You're listening to Everlasting Fruit with B. Charles. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage you to seek God daily. It's about learning to be intentional in our walk with the Lord by remaining rooted in Christ. It's about reading to know and love God's word. It's about producing fruit that brings glory to God. It's a journey of growth and everlasting fruitfulness. Join me weekly so that together we can draw encouragement from the word of God. I pray that the Lord will use this podcast to move you to seek him daily for every day and for every area of your lives. Let's get into it. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to Everlasting Fruit. This is Bella. I am so glad to have you here. Today, as we move further, I just wanted to share something that I got as I was studying the book of Matthew, and it's from Matthew chapter 14. So I'll be reading from Matthew 14, verses 28 to 33. Matthew 14, verses 28 to 33. And it reads, and Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, All you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Amen. I was really blessed by this excerpt because it was just amazing to me how, you know, Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. Jesus told Peter, come. He didn't have to confirm and say, it's me, come. He was just like, come. Because Peter had to be confident in the fact that that was the Lord speaking. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and began to walk towards Jesus. But how many times, like how many times do we ask for God to confirm himself? God, if it's really you, do this. If it's really you, show me. If it's you, then, you know, give me a sign. But are you committed to the heights the Lord wants to take you? Are you committed to the heights the Lord wants to bring you to? Are you committed to keeping your eyes on Jesus? Because that's your lifeline. Jesus is our lifeline. And we can see this when Peter got on the water. When Jesus said, come, he was looking to Jesus. If it is you, tell me to come. And so while looking at Jesus, Jesus says, come. So he's looking at Jesus, but then things start going around and then he starts looking at other things. He starts putting his focus. He starts relying on other things. And that's when he began to sink. God would definitely call you out. Sometimes you may have many signs showing you that he is calling you out, but can you stay the course? Because if you step out prematurely, 
you will sink. If you step out without your faith being grounded in Christ, you will fall. If you step out without being fully rooted in Christ, you will grow weary. If you step out without having the word of God fully planted in you, you will believe any doctrine that is thrown out at you. So are you looking to Jesus? So in order for us to float, we must anchor ourselves in Jesus firmly. We must not look to ourselves. We must not look within ourselves. We shouldn't even try to look at our own wisdom or our own strength or our experience because all of those things, they give us false hope. I mean, just just think of Peter, like he's he's out on the water. Jesus has told him to come and then the wind starts coming. Maybe he starts to try and balance himself. He thinks as if, you know, he's balancing because, you know, of the way that he's walking or or something like that. But no, he's able to walk because the Lord God Almighty is enabling him to. He's able to walk because he's looking to Jesus. Jesus is his stability. He's able to walk because he trusted Jesus. When Jesus told him, come, he trusted and he relied on the power that Jesus had over the waves, over the water. So don't look to yourself. Don't look to your own strength. Don't look at how things are and think, oh, you know what? This can sustain me. Oh, I can just try to balance myself and I'll be able to stand. You must look to Jesus. You cannot look at your resources or your circumstances, especially not even your fears. Don't look to your fears. Look to Jesus because your wisdom will not comprehend the things of God. There is only so much our earthly wisdom can take us. It does not comprehend the things of God. Because if we were wise and if our earthly wisdom can really save us or take us there, then we should all know that Christ is true and we should be able to believe in him. But the wisdom of this world is nothing. You need to look to Jesus. Your wisdom cannot comprehend the things of God. Your strength will fail you when you're dealing with spiritual forces. Your experience has not yet experienced what God is capable of doing through you. So don't even rely on your experience. Your resources are not enough. Your circumstances do not determine the outcome. Your fears are just illusions and they're traps that the enemy uses to keep you from trusting God. Peter said, Lord, if it is you, Command me to come to you. And Jesus answered him, come. But with that come, know that there will be some wind. Know that there will be trials. Know that there will be persecution. Know that things are not going to be easy. Know that the ground won't be stable sometimes. Know that, you know, things are going to get difficult. You may go over here and when you stand in your in the truth of the Lord, you may get fired. You may be asked to compromise and you refuse to compromise and, you know, you're let go of a certain situation. You may be judged because you decide to stand on the truth of Christ. You may be shunned because you decide to live and uphold 
what the Bible says about who you are in Christ. So with that come, when you come to Jesus, know that things are not always going to be perfect or going to fall into place. But when you look to him, he will give you the strength to endure. He will give you what it takes and what you need in order for you to stand, in order for you to float. Because there'll be temptations intending to make you sink. But what will you do? Will you give in? Will you give up? Because that will be the test of your faith. That will be the test on what you rely on, on whom you rely on. That will be you putting your mouth where the money is. That will be you demonstrating that you trust God. And that will be you counting the cost. Will you sink? Will you let the waves crush you? Will you let the wind throw you any which way it wants to? Will you let the disappointments of this world to cause you to look away from Jesus? Because over here it says, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And that's from Matthew 14, verses 31. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? This is after the wind had come and, you know, he started to be weary. He stopped looking to Jesus. He was looking at how strong the wind was. He was worrying about falling into the water. He was worrying about sinking. And a lot of times when we worry about sinking, we end up sinking actually. But look to Jesus. Give him your worries. Jesus says, why did you doubt? Doubt will kill your faith. So don't let fear take over. Again, don't look to what is happening around you. Trust in the Lord with all that you are. Do not lean on your own understanding. Don't think you understand the circumstances just because of what's going on. You don't know what God is doing in the background. You don't know what, you know, God is working out. Look to Jesus. Oh, you just got fired. You don't know whether God has a better position. You don't know whether the company is going to sink. You don't know. So look to Jesus. Don't let the circumstances cause you to doubt. Don't let the things that are going around you, the difficulties cause you to sink. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Remain in him. When you're deeply rooted in Christ, you cannot be shaken because troubles will come. Trials will come. You will be persecuted for the fact that you identify yourself in Christ. The fact that you believe in Jesus, you will be persecuted. The fact that you decide to stand for Christ, you will be persecuted. But remain, remain in Jesus. Look to him. Stay in him. Remain in him and he remains in you. My prayer is that like Peter, as soon as you notice yourself sinking, because it does happen. Sometimes we do doubt. Sometimes the, you know, the wind is too much. The circumstances are too harsh 
And we start to doubt because maybe God is not sending us the salvation or the refuge as quickly as we would want. So we start to wonder, God, why have you forsaken me? God, why aren't you hearing me? God, I have prayed for years and you have not yet given me. God, I've been seeking you for a child. I've been seeking you for a job. I've been seeking you for joy. I've been seeking you for deliverance. I've been seeking you for many things. But yet, still, it has not come. Your salvation, your deliverance, your gift has not come yet. But we we see what Peter did here. As soon as he noticed himself beginning to sink, He cried out to Jesus and he said, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. Cry out to the Lord. Lord, save me from this, you know, unbelief that is grippling me. Lord, deliver me from this doubt that wants to kill my faith. When you belong in Christ and you have come to Christ, you know that wherever you find yourself in a difficult situation, You can cry out to him, Lord, save me. And he will deliver you. He will be there. It may not be when you expect it. It may not be when you want it, but in his timing at the right time for the right purposes, according to his will, he will come through for you. He will deliver you. He will answer you. So be like Peter. When you notice yourself sinking, cry, Lord, save me because that is exactly what Jesus is. He is our Lord and he is our savior. And that is the only place we can go and cry out because everything in this world will fail us. Everything will pass away, but we can rely on the fact that Jesus came for us. He died for us. He came to save us. He came to reconcile us to our Lord. I hope this was a blessing for you because it surely blessed and encouraged me because we go through so much things that we look to the Lord to bring us through the things that he has called us to. We look to the Lord to confirm so many things, but our looking to God comes with responsibility. And our looking to God, it's a continuous process. We can't look to him and then look away, look to him and then look away. We can't be with him and then in the world. We have to be consistent. We have to remain in him. And we have to trust that everything that he's doing for us is for our good. We have to trust that. And we have to remain in him, remain and fix our eyes on him and him alone, not our circumstances, not our emotions, not how, you know, we feel throughout the day, not what other people are saying, not the opinions of others, but him and him alone. He is our confirmation. He is the one who gives us all that we need. So look to him so that you won't sink. Let him be your anchor. Let him be the pillar. Let him be the support that you need. Let him be your everything. Just rely on the Lord and know that he will carry you through. He will lift you up. If you've fallen in a ditch, the Lord will come and literally pull you out as long as you cry out to him. If things are difficult, cry out to him and he will send you 
solace. He will send you saving grace. He will give you the capacity to be able to overcome anything that you're going through. Trust in the Lord. Anyway, that wraps up for today. Again, this is from Matthew chapter 14, verses 28 to 33. I encourage you to go back and look over it. It was definitely a blessing for me, you know, as I was studying this during my Bible study. It's such a wonderful little excerpt and it really blessed me and I pray that it does the same for you. So this is the end of it. So glad that you were able to tune in until now. And if you want to connect any further, please reach out to me on Instagram at Everlasting Fruit Podcast. That's one word, Everlasting Fruit Podcast. And also you can uh, email me at everlasting.fruit8 at gmail.com, everlasting.fruit8 at gmail.com. Again, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, God bless.